we saw that as an opportunity to unlock early check-ins, right? And to upsell that at that time for the guests. So we've got some really interesting data. I mean, right now it's about a 7.2 times cash return on investment that we're averaging for our users that are set up on upsells, which is madness. So like you, it, it's just money. <laughs> it's free money that you could be collecting. And the, the top three upsells that we're seeing converting the best, just based on, you know, you don't have time to build your store with champagne delivery and so on. So we're working on finding ways to make that more streamlined with partners, but is early check and late checkout mid-state. One in three guests, or we process about 1.2 million guests, will we'll pay for one of those three items, which is madness. Welcome to the Short-Term Rental Solutions Show. I'm your host, Christiane Crump. As a short-term rental host myself, I've decided to roll up my sleeves, make the calls, get educated, and take you with me. You and I are learning together as I have conversations with the innovators that are designing the solutions that are shaping our industry. I'm going to make sure you stay in the know and we'll uncover the tools and strategies that will help you overcome obstacles, maximize revenue, and optimize your short-term rental business. So buckle up and let's jump in. All right. Welcome, everyone, to today's episode of the Short-Term Rental Solutions Show. I am so excited for today's episode because we have with us Francois Guelo, the CEO and co-founder of Enzo Connect. And Enzo Connect is a fascinating company. He and I actually met in at the Short Stay Summit in London in the spring of 2023. And after just a few minutes of speaking with him, I kind of knew I... I we had only been like speaking for a couple of minutes. I'm like, I would love for you to come on my podcast, <laughs> which kind of out of the blue potentially. But I think that what Enzo Connect is doing is really fascinating. And so I am really excited for you to educate us a little bit more about Enzo Connect and the solution that it can potentially be for people in the industry. So, but before we go too far down there and, you know, jump into that, let's go ahead and have you tell us a little bit about how you ended up here in the short-term rental space and what led you to Enzo Connect? <laughs> so purely by mistake, it was not intended. It's not like I had experience before in this industry or in hospitality. I mean, I worked in a restaurant for a bit, but nothing that really tied me to vacation rental specifically. The founding story is pretty simple. It's basically in late 2019, I was finishing University of Toronto. So I was doing a double major in computer science and cognitive science, focusing on computational linguistics, which is basically what you know today as ChatGPT. Back when it had a cool And we had to come up with a solution to an entrepreneurial problem. Had to be robotics focused. And I'm not a big fan of robotics. So I went up to my prof and I said, can I do smart home devices instead? He reluctantly said yes, but he said, you're probably not going to win the $10,000 cash prize at the end of the course. And I'm thinking to myself, wait, what? There's $10,000 to win at the end of a class? Like, okay, I'm pretty much going to focus only on it. And that year was my senior year. So I was already traveling quite a bit and trying to figure out what I was going to do the following year. Was it going to get a job? Was I going to start something? Was I going to go to grad school? Was I going to take a gap year and travel? Really the questions any 21, 22 year old is asking themselves. And the first weekend, my best friend called me up and he called me up and he says, you got three options. It's always the same thing. Go for food, travel, or go for food and travel. And he calls me up and says, you don't know how to sneak. You need to learn. You're French. You try to become Canadian. So let's go on a ski trip. 
We book a vacation rental on a Friday afternoon on the drive to Montreal. We get an automated message from the operator saying, here's the check-in instruction, have a nice day. We get to the unit, he's frozen under the doormat. The heating system is per room. We had no instructions on how to actually turn on the heating system. So we made a little campfire in, in the fireplace there or whatever. We were asking questions, but just no answers whatsoever. Five days out, I get a text message from the host saying we left one of the windows open in the kitchen. Kitchen pipes froze. We own $5,000 and he's sending us to small court. So what the story is, we had to come up with a solution. We had to come up with a problem that we needed to solve. And I had a $5,000 problem that I needed to solve. So we decided to build a very small group of concepts. And the idea at the time, which has since evolved, but still has the same sort of, you know, element to it was we know through the different systems that guests have a lot about their behaviors. And we know a lot about when they're going to show up to the property, what they're doing, what they're expecting, and so on. We could be more predictive. I'm going to go back to the topic of predictive hospitality in that sense. And so at the proof of custom, super simple. We connected an Uber account, a flight, whatever account. And we would just say basically based on the flight being delayed or not being delayed. And if the Uber arrived at the door, open the door with the smart lock. Obviously, this is not today with Enzo Connect. We're a bit more different than just this very futuristic way of checking in your guests, but it has the same message. So that's the founding story behind Enzo Connect. We've obviously been hit with COVID right before we started. So it was the worst time to, to start a business, but I could dive into all those, those next stages of, you know, proof of concept to minimal viable product to where we're at today. Yeah. Well, you know, it makes sense that it was kind of born out of your own personal experience, the pain points that you felt as a guest. I'm sorry to hear that almost maybe a side conversation. Did you end up having to pay the five grand? Well, like I'm lucky. Not only did we win the $10,000, but we also didn't have to pay $5,000 because it turns out on Airbnb, there's a policy that if you didn't communicate your checkout instructions, then it's not the guest's fault. But another reason why owning your guest experience and your processes is important because, you know, we ended up covering some of the costs that we felt responsible for, but we, I mean, you know, pipes froze, left the window open, accidents can happen. I don't know if we didn't, whatever. It's all about protecting the asset, creating a better guest experience and not having that, you know, post-stay issue where now I'm having to stress out about $5,000, which I probably didn't even have to my name back then. So, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, totally. So one other thing that, you know, I've heard you speak other places and, you know, I, it really resonates with me based on my work with STR Hub. You know, when I came into the space, I felt like it was extremely difficult for us as property managers and hosts to find the right solutions to our business. Everything was just completely scattershot. And you've talked a lot about fragmentation and how that's impacted you. Give us your take on that real quick. Yep. So when you start a company, especially in the tech world, and especially in those high times of raising money at crazy valuations, investors kind of expect you to be the one-stop shop solution that does everything. And so you pitch it that way. You start working that way and you start realizing, but wait a minute, there's so many of us doing one-stop shop everything. So who's the actual one-stop shop everything? And it turns out none of us. And when you go to the property managers and you ask, what are you using? They're using all sorts of overlapping tools that are connected, that are not connected, that have similar functionalities, that have different functionalities, and it's a very fragmented ecosystem. There's a lot of parallels that can be made with 
the world of sales tools as well, like the HubSpots and Salesforce and Gong of the world. But the difference is our industry is way more early stage. It's way more nascent in this, in this world. So when I talk about fragmentation, I talk more about the solutions behind fragmentation and the, I would say, almost delusion behind the concept of a one-stop shot system that will solve all of your problems magically, because I don't think that'll be the case. And part of the reason behind that is every hospitality business is different. Every guest yeah. is different. Every owner is different. Every property management company has a different business model or a different way of doing things, a brand, whatever that might be. And so instead of building a cookie cutter model where this is now how you need to manage your properties and you know run your property management business, it's more about creating this Shopify-like system where you get to decide how you want to create your business. And so for that, I've talked to quite a bit about fragmentation from a API connection perspective, from a consolidation with acquisitions, from a white label, which is something we are really focused on at Enzo Connect. And then of course, just, you know, the normal marketplaces that you'll see in most of your property management systems or other tools that you use. Well, yeah, I'll stop there for a second. If that can go on for ages no, on the subject. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And you're hundred percent right. And I think anybody who's listening to the show is like nodding their heads and in agreement because we are all experiencing this. And I agree with you when you said that, you know, everyone's trying to create this one-stop shop and there is no necessarily perfect one-stop shop. People ask me all the time in my work with SCR Hub, like what's the best property management software? Which one should I do? And there is not a way that I could, you know, give like a canned response to that. It really does require a conversation about what people's particular businesses it, you know, looks like and what their goals are. And, you know, it's a little bit more in depth than just jumping into Facebook and saying, oh, what do you guys use that you just love? So, you know, I 100% agree with that. That's exactly why you've built SDR Hub, if anything, is to provide that visibility on all these things, because it really isn't the blog form Facebook post of, well, my friend told me he's using this PMS, so I'm going to use that, or he's using that guest tool, so I'm going to use that one really depends on your business. So I'm happy to share a bit more light though on how to start identifying the right tech stack for your business, like processes and systems you can put in place if that's of interest. But yeah, I'll let you lead. Well, go ahead. Yeah. Take a couple of minutes. Tell us what, tell us your I'm thoughts thinking. on that. So my thoughts, and I'm actually going through this exercise right now. So, and I put a parallel. So we're currently, you know, running our onboarding processes for our clients through HubSpot. And it's kind of like a sales funnel. It's like, okay, who's in the first call? Who's in the second call? Who's onboarded? Who's live? Who's having issues, et cetera, et cetera. But HubSpot was never built for onboarding. It was built for sales. It was built for that call one to be the demo and the call two to be the negotiation and so on. And so it lacks on certain reporting functionalities. It lacks on certain tracking of NPS scores and so on. So I can just stick with what I have because I have one system to govern the entire sales process from you know, the moment I reach out to someone to the moment I, we win the deal and onboard them, or I can start thinking about what are the best in class systems that are out there that'll solve my onboarding issues or that'll solve my account management issues and so on. So the parallel is direct with the industry is like, if you're having trouble with getting more bookings across different channels, what is the best channel manager out there? Or what is the best PMS out there that will give me more distribution opportunities? If pricing's an issue that you're facing, and you're in a specific market. What is the best pricing tool that will give me what I need for this particular niche that I'm in? 
And it's thinking more about the problems that you're facing rather than the solutions. Like people jump into the gun of like, oh, this will solve all my problems. It's like, well, what are your problems, right? What are you trying to accomplish? And I think that's one of the part of the conversation that needs to happen when solving fragmentation, because it's a combination of them all. It's a combination of the white label. It's a combination of the APIs, it's a combination of the acquisitions, and it's a combination of the one system that governs more functionality. So I, I have a, a diagram I'm always happy to share. And if anything else, I'll send it to you so that you can share with the audience of the different buckets in the property management world that we've identified. And a cool exercise is to just put both the problems that you're facing in each of these buckets. So this could be distribution, pricing, guest experience, guest verification. What is it? You know, internal communication with your team, whatever those different departments or segments would be presenting the problems and then presenting what are the tools you're using to solve that problem. And once you start realizing that you have the same tool for all of them and you're still facing problems, then that's when you need to start thinking about what are the other tools that I can use that would combine and work well, where it's not I have five different dashboards that don't communicate with each other that work well to solve those different buckets. I'm staying very theoretical here, but I will share that diagram because it does help sort of identify those different buckets in problem management. Yeah, that'll be great. We'll make sure we attach it to the show notes here so people can easily get a copy of that. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. So, all right, now let's actually talk about Enso Connect because our goal here is that the, by the end of the show, you know, people who ne weren't necessarily aware of Enso Connect or maybe had heard about it, but didn't necessarily understand the different aspects that it can assist them with or help them with. We really want to everybody listening to come away feeling like they've been educated and that they understand what Enzo Connect can do. So get, walk us through that. I love it. So Enzo Connect, we are a guest experience platform, probably one of the most configurable platforms on the market that allows you to digitize and monetize your guest experience. What does that mean? That means we're going to reduce the number of questions that are asked by your guests. We're going to make you more money through different types of upsells. And we're just going to streamline the operational headache of all of those different edge cases that you have to face with guests, collecting IDs, making sure the fees are paid properly, sharing more information about local areas and interacting with your, your guests. So we've got two kind of key products that are tied, one on the guest side, one on the, uh, the property manager side. On the guest side, it's called the boarding pass, my favorite thing ever, because it's just like a boarding pass for your flight, but it's a boarding pass for your vacation rental. And it's effectively a web app. We send it to your guests, app booking confirmation, and it will walk through all of those steps that they need to take, as well as their check-in instructions and their smart lock codes and all that fun stuff, but it forces them through a path that you've defined. And that could be, you know, if it's a direct booking, I want to make sure I collect the IDs, I collect this fee, and I present this type of information about the property. If it's a Airbnb reservation, it's last minute. And it's a business traveler. I want to upsell these items and I want to run the guest flow in the boarding pass in a different way. So again, it's all about configuring these different workflows. You have one system, one web app, but it goes in different ways based on the different rules you set up. And then on the operational side, it's a unified inbox, text, email, WhatsApp, Airbnb message, chat, GPT integrations. So fully automating that last bit of communication that the boarding pass won't necessarily handle directly. So we're focused entirely on the guest experience. We overlap with some PMSs, which we work with on certain functionalities. We're more focused on this vertical. So that's all we do. And we're constantly optimizing that. And then we work with some PMSs who just don't have 
communication tools or robust guest experience systems. So yeah, I think of it as there's three problems in this industry that need to get solved. If I'm not mistaken, you, the audience, are looking for either more money, more bookings, or more owners. We're going to bring you more money. We're going to help you streamline those bookings, and we're going to make your owners happier because your guests are happier. Uh, so that's Enzo Connect in a nutshell. Which is great. Well, and you mentioned at the beginning your story of the pipes freezing and stuff. Smart home, is that tied in there? 100%. So part of the summer, we go more into functionality rather than solutions. So we include things like we have integration with all the major smart locks. We do guidebooks. We have upsells, safety deposits with, you know, charge, hold. And when it comes to the smart home piece specifically, right now we're doing smart locks and noise or sensors. I'm going to call them not noise because they're not noise now. They also do other things. The noise wear in a minute. And then we're going to launch thermostat very soon. So stay tuned on that one. We don't have it just yet. Yeah. No, that's great. So I also, tell me a little bit more. It was interesting to me as you were explaining that, you know, the journey for one guest through the boarding pass could be potentially different than another. Explain a little bit more to me about that. Yeah. So we operate every functionality in Enzo Connect operates with this statement, if this, then that. And so the logic behind that is if a specific event happens and certain conditions have been met, then run it differently. And I'll give you an example. If the parking fee was paid, then show the parking instructions. If they didn't pay the parking fee, don't show the parking instructions. This sounds like a very trivial element, but I think one of the biggest issues in property management when you're trying to scale, not grow, but really scale, is the debt by a thousand. It's all these little things that you have to handle. And you could hire more people, but that's growing. That's not scaling because now you're having to add one person every time you add X amount of listings and good luck going international or, you know, bringing on new locations. So this is a very finite example, but we have about 36 different conditions and workflows on average that our operators will set up. And this is operators with two or three units to operators with a thousand, two thousand units. And these workflows can include things like if the sentiment of the conversation that's happening. So our AI will detect the sentiment in the guest conversation. If it detects that it is, you know, highly satisfied or neutral, then remind the guest to leave a review. If not, don't remind them to leave a review. Simple, but how do you automate these kind of interactions to really work through these workflows? So usually what we do as part of the demos is really try to understand what the client, what are the problems they're facing, not jumping right into those solutions. And then based on that, kind of guest experience architecture, like building out that flow that makes sense for your business. Some people don't care about direct bookings. They're fully on Airbnb. And some people do really care and just want to have direct bookings. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It's your hospitality business. We're just here to be that sort of Shopify-like platform that builds a digital experience for your guests that works for your business. As salesy as this sounds, but I assure you, up on a demo and it's awesome. <laughs> well... And okay, so I also, I wanted to learn a little bit more about the upsell thing because, yes. you know, particularly when you're not local to your property, you know, it can be hard to set some of those things up or, you know, I don't know. I think, especially for small operators, I think the larger property management companies typically will have begun down the pathway of some sort of a concierge-like solution. But give me an illustration or help me understand, you know, what that actually looks like through Enzo Connect. 100%. So I'll actually, I'll tell you, it's actually the opposite. It's usually the smaller operators who are able to build out little stores and upsells. And there's some great partners out there 
Postco, Mel, Local Bird. These are companies that can help these operators build out the stores. The struggle is on the larger operators because it's not their core business model. And it's a whole new business that they have to set up within the business. So there are companies out there like Moving Mountains, I think, if I'm not mistaken, has an insane concierge type service, at least from what I've heard in the echoes of the industry. But most larger property managers, I'm talking 20 units, 50 units, 100 units, like you have so much to do already with your property management and you know, making sure the owners are happy. The, la- like, the last thing on your mind is how you can add a champagne bottle to the arrival for the guests or process streamlined early check-ins or whatever that might be, right? So the advantage that we have at Enzo Connect is the boarding pass started off about a year and a half ago, and it was just to collect emails from guests. That's what it was. It was just a link that we sent for free to guests to get their emails. And then people were telling us like, hey, can I put like guidebooks in there as well? And we're like, I guess you could. And then it was, hey, can I, since I have my guidebooks, can I put my check-in instructions? Okay, I guess you could. So we just kind of build out from there. And every time we looked at interactions of guests with the boarding pass, we found different ways of optimizing and monetizing those opportunities. So for example, putting the check-in button right in the center in big and providing that check-in button after they've gone through verification at booking confirmation means they no longer ask questions about check-in because you would send this big paragraph that they would never read and then they would arrive and say, what's the check-in instructions? And I'm very guilty of that, by the way. It's happened to me quite a few times now where when I get these large paragraphs, I try to actually fully read them and be like, man, this operator needs Enzo Connect. And so by putting it on the front and center, people stop asking, when or where am I going to get my check-in But then what we also noticed is some people started pressing the button earlier on so they can make sure they have all the instructions ahead of time. And we saw that like as an days in advance. Yeah, days in advance are trying to hit the button, right? And so we saw that as an opportunity to unlock early check-ins, right? And to upsell that at that time for the guest. So we've got some really interesting data. I mean, right now it's about a 7.2 times cash return on investment that we're averaging for our users that are set up on ourselves, which is madness. So like you, it, it's just, money. <laughs> it's free money that you could be collecting. And the the top three upsells that we're seeing converting the best, just based on, you know, you don't have time to build your store with champagne delivery and so on. So we're working on finding ways to make that more streamlined with partners. But is early check and late checkout mid-state. One in three guests, or we've processed about 1.2 million guests, will pro- we'll pay for one of those three items, which is madness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's like winning in the margins, right? Exactly, and that money goes straight to you as the property manager, not the owner, because you're the one delivering that service. And that service plays a huge role. You know, we've seen all sorts of ways people do upsells. We've seen people do it kind of manually, like, "Hey, send me, or I'll send you my Venmo link, or send me some cash." And that, you know, I'm showing up to a place. I feel professional that someone's asking me for cash so I can show up 45 minutes earlier. Like, it just feels like I'm getting a scam. Whereas this just if one place, they go through the whole flow, they stop asking questions. And of course, if they do have questions, we've got that unified inbox to automate more of those. So what platforms can I communicate to my guests through? Like what OTAs or whatnot? Does so, connect that me message with? Yeah, so we do Airbnb, SMS, email, WhatsApp, and SMS, email, WhatsApp, and webhook. I'll get to the webhook part in a second. It's kind of like Zapier, which is extremely helpful for the larger operators. We exclusively work with people who have a property management system. So you need a PMS. This could be things like Hostway, Guesty, Booking Sync, Muse, Streamline, Track, whatever. 
we're going through all these iterations. We don't have many already. And then you can communicate with your guests through all channels, basically. And the reason I say all channels might be a bit confusing is because Airbnb is the only platform that has a real messaging system, which is that sort of instant message on the app. All other OTAs, as much as they might tell you they have some fancy inbox and so on, it's emails. So we're able to communicate with those different channels via the email systems because it's what they call secure messaging, which is a fancy word of saying, I'm going to put a proxy email in between two other emails, but it's just more emails. That's all it is. So if you work with one of those PMSs, then you can easily sign up to Enzo Connect start, you know, benefiting from further configuration and customization. Yeah. Okay. That's super cool. And then, okay. AI, everybody's talking about AI. It's one of the most popular things. And I would say we've been seeing like a flurry of companies bringing AI into their products, but what is AI, you know, how does it impact Enzo Connect users? 100%. So look, I think one thing to clarify is we are repurposing existing models. Right, We do not have a team of data scientists that are building extreme models and so on. Uh, I would also be wary of a lot of, and I've talked with Evan on a previous webinar about this, a lot of what vaporware that's out there, that's basically just putting chat GPT in for your descriptions. Like you can, you don't need to pay extra for this. You can just go for chat GPT and get your description copy pasted. It's not going to cost you that much. What we're actually doing with regards to chat GPT is funny enough, my background was in computational linguistics. I brought up sentiment analysis or overall AI about two years ago, we were using a very similar model to what we've seen in, in, in GPT and Transformer. And uh, it wasn't as good as we had hoped, to be honest. It was kind of like can saved replies. It wasn't working as well. But the new models are insane as everyone jumping on the bandwagon. So the way we're implementing ChatGPT, really simple. We are indexing every information that we get from your PMS, every information that you've provided at ZoConnect your guidebooks, your upsells, your feeds, your everything. And we're doing this sort of question, answer, question, answer with the bot first before we provide you with the suggested responses. So this allows us to get the most accurate information where if someone is asking three different questions at the same time, we're not picking the one we can answer and not answering the other two. We can actually answer all with as much detail and accuracy as possible. You know, someone says, when's my early checking time? You could just index basic property information. But what happens if they purchase an early check-in time? Their check-in time change. So you need to now communicate automatically that new check-in time. So indexing all this information is going to allow us to do that. And then as per, if we're going to do ChatGPT, we may as well include it in generating content for your upsells and so on. So we're developing it as we speak, launching it within the next week or so for everyone. Right now, it's only available in beta for specific clients. And I think it's going to be a game changer. I mean, from the data that we're seeing so far, it's a personal assistant is what it is that'll help you craft better responses, train your team with better messaging and make sure you have that sort of tone of voice. And we're positioning it in a way, the reason we're so focused on the accuracy, even though it's not going to automatically send like a chatbot, is my goal over the next six months is to prove to property managers that this technology will replace or will at least, oh, I want to change that, not replace, but will, I don't know what the best way of we're saying other than like enrich it or assist or yeah, it'll enrich your team. It may replace certain key members in your team because it'll reduce certain costs and be able to replace certain functions and, you know, re-put them towards other things like marketing and so on. But I think it will be a game changer, but it's all about how it's going to be implemented, not who's implementing it. That's cool. 
out of curiosity, you know, do you see among the spectrum of Enzo Connect customers, like there, there's a sweet spot, like, well, you said that you have to be connected to a PMS. So maybe someone who has one property, they, they don't even use a, a property management software. So, but do you find that, you know, from those small operators that maybe only have a couple in the portfolio, clear to like the more enterprise level property management companies, is there a kind of a user that you guys tend to find gravitate towards you guys or kind of a sweet spot there? Yeah, but I'll tell you the data, our current listing average is 86. So if that's not an indicator of the type of audience that we're attracting, now what this means, we have a lot of two, three, four, seven unit operators, and that's not a problem at all. The difference, so we try to target for more than 10, but I think really it's not so much the listing count as much as it is, what are you trying to achieve? What is the problem yeah. that you're trying to solve? Back to that same thing, right? And it's, if you have one listing, but you're telling me, I want to grow to a hundred listings in the next year, that is my goal. We're going to help you out with that. That's what we're here for. If you tell me you're at 50 units and you're like, you know what? I don't really care about scaling, but I'm having these problems. We'll potentially help you out as well. But we're really, I think our two qualifiers are, we call it a PQL, product qualified lead, which means you use the right systems. You have the right PMS that we can integrate with. And then a sales qualified, lead, which is more so on our end, the intent of you're trying to scale your property in. That's the people that we love working with. Uh, yeah. So yeah, listing count, we're open to all. We do have a restriction. Anyone with less than 10 units has to pay the year up front just because of the cost perspective. We put in as much effort for onboarding and trading and just getting you set up as we would with anyone that has 20, 30, 50, 100 units. So yeah. Yeah. We all change in the future. We'll see. We'll have a self-serve model and can't wait. Yeah. Well, yeah. I find... I. It was interesting as I do my work and I'm working with STR Hub and I'm trying to kind of, you know, collect the information on all these companies and put it into one place so people can kind of a one-stop shop, right? Looping back to the beginning of the show, everyone's trying to create a one-stop shop. I myself am trying to create a helpful one-stop shop place where people can learn about these different companies. So, you know, when I was, once I kind of stumbled across Enzo Connect and, and was researching it. I, did, I was like, what category to put this in? It's not a property management software. They do have a digital guest guide. They can help with smartphone. They help with guest messaging. Like it, it almost feels like I needed to create like this multi-tool category. <laughs> but I mean, what? no one's going to know if on the menu it says multi-tool, what the heck that is. But <laughs> I think Enzo Connect is like found in a couple of different places because it touches on multiple different areas and really is kind of a multi-tool that can help yeah. with numerous things. So definitely worthwhile to get educated on it. This is the thing. People don't necessarily, they're not aware of the different companies out there and the solutions that they provide. So I really appreciate you taking the time to get us educated on Enzo Connect, whether, you know, everybody deserves to be in the know, right? So yeah. And if it's not the right solution, there's plenty of solutions out there. I would actually, you know, double down on your point. My take is we're building a new category called guest experience. That's going to be aligned with property management systems. But under the property management system right now, from a data perspective, there are dozens of these systems you pointed out, communication, guidebooks, m messaging, whatever, smart devices, et cetera. We're gluing a lot of that together, basically. Zapier-like glue <laughs> with this whole if-this-then-that logic. White labeling systems like Auto, Superhog, literally just embedding them so you don't even have to get on a call and an onboarding anything with Superhog or Autos. You just click a button turns it on. Now your verification runs through that. If you don't like it, you turn it off. That's it. And it's just like, that's how software should be. 
I don't know. There's a lot to do in this industry, I would say, to get to fully solve fragmentation, but we'll see. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. So I know, Francois, that you were willing to extend a special offer for listeners of the show here today. So why don't you tell people a little bit about that? That's correct. So we're going to be offering a free month of subscription on the AI module. So you'll get a free AI chat GPT module. It's called Enzo AI uh, for anyone that signs up. I'm not too sure how long this offer is valid for. So I will share those details with you uh, later because I just have that in my notes. Yeah, that's a little add-on offer for users and that are watching. Yeah, absolutely. So, and then as well, Francois was saying, I always find it helpful to be able to get kind of a little peek under the hood and get a sense of what these different companies and products are actually like. So Francois is going to kind of go one step further to the conversation that we've had today. He's going to actually share with us a video that Enso Connect has created where we'll actually get to see within the platform, the seat of the utilization, basically like a demo. So yeah. if the things that you've learned here today about the solution that they've created for our industry is intriguing, you'll be able to follow up both in the show notes. We'll have a link and then we'll put a link on the STR Hub YouTube channel. And probably we can probably just put it in the STR Hub website there. We have a page specifically about Enzo Connect that you know, goes into in more information about what PMS systems Enzo Connect works with and, you know, some of the more granular, finer points about Enzo Connect. So that's additional helpful information that you can find there as well. But Francois, thank you so much for taking a bit of time to educate us about Enzo Connect today. Appreciate you having me. Thank you so much for, for having me on the show. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button. And if you could spare a moment, please leave the show a quick review. Your review helps us help more hosts and property managers like yourself. By the way, if you're a realtor, lender, bookkeeper, accountant, interior designer, or other professional who specializes in serving the short-term rental industry, we need to get you listed on STR Hub and start spreading the word about your services. So reach out to me via email, christiane at strhub.com. Thanks again for listening and be sure to join me next time to catch my latest conversation with the innovators designing the solutions that are shaping our industry.